0: You're listening to the My 25 Podcast, keeping you up to date on the NCAA's college basketball rankings each week. Here's your host, David Payne. Hey everybody, you're listening to the My25 Podcast. I'm David Payne. Thanks for tuning in. Every week I go through the AP Top 25 poll, break it down a little bit, talk about each team, their record, how things are looking on the verge to March Madness. I'm really excited for the NCAA tournament this year. I most likely will be able to go to a couple of the games happening in Boise, Idaho. That's the closest to me. Hopefully I'll get to go and enjoy some of those games, get some great content. I do want to say thanks to BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here. Also to Real Sport Media, RealSport101.com. If you're looking for any kind of updates on sports, definitely check them out, realsport101.com. I also want to apologize for last week I didn't get a chance to record an episode because it was Martin Luther King Day, so the station was closed. I couldn't get into the studio to record. But there's been some crazy stuff that's happened over the last two weeks, so let's go ahead and jump into the top 25. The Villanova Wildcats are still at number one. They're 18-1 and one right now. They're undefeated at home. Their only loss was to Butler back in December. They've been playing really, really well. This coming week, they have Providence and Marquette on their schedule. I'm pretty sure they'll win both of these games, making them 20-1. and one. But next week, they'll play Creighton and Seton Hall, who will be a little bit more challenging. Jalen Brunson is still leading the Wildcats. He averages about 20 points a game, but he's kind of quiet about it. He's not typically in the spotlight, which I think is good, and it really helps Villanova's success. And what I'm basing that off of is Trey Young at Oklahoma. He's getting all the media, all the hype, and they've kind of struggled the past few weeks. I think Jalen Brunson is doing a great job leading this team, and I think they'll stay number one for a while unless somebody can bump them out. At number two is Virginia, the Cavaliers. They're actually leading the ACC. I didn't see this coming into the season, especially with Duke High in the preseason rankings. They're also undefeated at home. Their only loss was to West Virginia last month. But I think that they will not be number 2 next week. I think they're going to get bumped out, mainly because they have to play Clemson and Duke this week. Both have had really, really great seasons and have great teams. The only way that they'll stay number 2 is if they win both, and I just don't think they'll be able to do it. Clemson is a home game for Virginia, but then they'll have to head to Cameron Indoor Stadium to play the Blue Devils, which is hard no matter who you are. At number 3 is Purdue, they're 19-2, they're also undefeated at home, they've won 12 games at home, they're on a 15 game win streak. They do have two tough games this week against Michigan and Indiana. Vincent and Carson Edwards have been off the charts. Vincent had 19 points in their last game against Iowa, while Carson had 22 points and 8 assists. When those two guys are working well together, there's no stopping them. Michigan has had some close games in the last few weeks, they're still on this top 25 list at the very bottom, but they'll definitely be looking for an upset. I don't think the Boilermakers will have to worry about much, but they shouldn't stay complacent. They should be fighting hard so that they can keep moving up from that number three spot to maybe number one. The Duke Blue Devils move up one space from number 5 to number 4 this week. They're 17-2. They're also undefeated at home. It amazes me that all four of these teams can't seem to lose at home. Their last game against Pittsburgh, they blew them out 81-51. They're playing really, really well as a team despite a few injuries. Marvin Bagley III and Wendell Carter are still, I think, the best duo in college basketball. They can really stretch the floor, they dominate down low, and they can keep the defense honest with the outside shot. This week they have Wake Forest in Virginia. That Virginia-Duke game is on Saturday. It's going to be a wonderful game. It's in Durham. Duke will have the home court advantage. The Crazies will be out. I'm really excited to see the top two ACC teams battle it out. The Kansas Jayhawks jumped up five spaces to be in the top five. They're number five right now. They were ten last week. They're barely on top of the Big 12 race right now. They're 16-3. They're actually tied with West Virginia. I don't think Kansas is as good as they were last season. They lost a couple guys to the NBA, but there's a lot of freshman talent. It's kind of taken them a while to find chemistry, but now that they have it, I think Kansas is on the right path to win the Big 12. I didn't think they would do it in the beginning. I think they can do it now. Who knows? There's so much that can happen between now and then. Like I said, they're tied with West Virginia at the top of the Big 12, but both West Virginia and Kansas have really tough weeks. Kansas is going to play Oklahoma and Texas A&M, who are both fighting for their spot in the conference, and I imagine this week will be a test to see who wins the Big 12. If Kansas can win these two games, then I think Kansas will do it. If they lose, I think West Virginia will. Now, Kansas did beat West Virginia a few weeks ago, but we'll really just have to see what happens from here on. Devontae Graham is not playing as well as I suspected he would, but he's still contributing and helping the Jayhawks find a rhythm. This week will really be a proving week for the Jayhawks. The Spartans of Michigan State come in at number 6. They're 17-3. and The hype for Michigan State has kind of died down a little bit, I think, since the beginning of the season. Tons of people had the Spartans penciled in as this year's champion. But even with Miles Bridges returning, Michigan State has kind of struggled a little bit. They've only lost three games, which isn't much, and I think that they'll get a pretty good seed in the tournament, and they'll make a run. But Purdue has been the story of the Big Ten. And it's going to be a close matchup between Michigan State and Purdue if those are the two that make it the furthest into the Big Ten championship. Last week, Michigan State did lose to cross-state rivals the Wolverines, but then they turned around and they beat Indiana by almost 30. They play Illinois and Wisconsin this week. If the Spartans can play like they did against the Hoosiers in every game, they shouldn't have a problem going forward. In that game, four of five starters scored in double digits, and Matt McQuaid came off the bench and had 11 points himself. Michigan State has a really great team. They just have to play well together. If everybody's on, they're hard to stop. I talked a little bit about the Mountaineers earlier. They're at number 7. They're 16-3, and three, just like Michigan State. It's going to be a battle between Kansas and West Virginia in the Big 12. The Mountaineers had a huge game against Texas this last week. The Longhorns aren't ranked in the top 25, but I thought for sure it would be a closer game. You could tell that West Virginia really wanted to win this game after losing to Kansas. The Mountaineers will face a little bump in the road this week. They play TCU and Kentucky. Both were ranked last week. Neither are ranked this week. TCU and Kentucky are slowly going downhill, so West Virginia has the upside there, but we shouldn't expect them to come in and win. Kentucky and TCU are both great teams. Right now, I think the two most interesting and compelling conferences for the year are first the Big 12 and then the ACC. I can see West Virginia on top of the Big 12, but they have to prove it. They already lost to Kansas once. They need to keep winning these games. Xavier comes in at number eight, they're 18 and 3. The Musketeers have won the same amount of games as number one Villanova, and they're both on top of the Big E standings, but Xavier has played two more games and lost both of them. So Xavier's 18-3 while Villanova is 18-1. Showing that you've only lost one game makes you a much better team than if you've lost three. They had a big game against Seton Hall over the weekend. They won 73-64. J.P. Makura had a game-high 27 points, and Chris Mack has done some really, really good things for this team. I think he's a really great coach, and he probably deserves more credit than he's getting. Xavier has had a great basketball program for a while, and they're looking to win a tournament to prove to the nation they're as good as they say they are. They made it to the Elite Eight last year, and they hadn't done that since Sean Miller was coaching in 2008, and I think they could go even further this year. I might have them as a sleeper team in the Final Four. It really depends on how seeding works out for March Madness. The Cincinnati Bearcats come in at number 9 and I'm so excited to see them in the top 10. Finally, they're ahead of Wichita State. They're leading the AAC and have been playing better than the Shockers and now the top 25 rankings finally show that. Sadly, we won't get to see Wichita State and Cincinnati play each other until next month, but until then it's going to be a fight to see who's going to win the AAC. Wichita State has been losing lately and Cincinnati's on a 10 game win streak. They play Temple and Memphis this week with hopes to keep their streak alive and increase it to 12 games. Rounding off the top 10 is UNC. The Tar Heels are 16-4. and four. They're right underneath Duke and Clemson in the ACC. They did beat Clemson last week, which bumped them up quite a bit. They moved up five spots this week. They were 15 last week. Now they're 10. NC State has been playing really well, and they upset Duke a few weeks ago. I think if North Carolina continues at the speed they're going, they'll win a lot of games. They've been sharing the ball a lot lately. They've been taking a lot of pressure off of Luke May and Joel Berry and really playing with a rhythm as a team. UNC is a more experienced team than most in the top 25 because a lot of these teams are packed with young talent but north carolina has a couple sophomores juniors and seniors that'll really make a difference come march they're the reigning champions and they're hoping for back-to-back tournament wins i think it's possible but they have to keep improving Well, that's the top 10. We're about halfway there. Again, I want to thank Real Sport Media for hosting this podcast. Also, BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts. Also, find us on Facebook and Twitter at My25Podcast. Give us a like. Give us a follow. You can also email me at my25podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the podcast, on college basketball? What teams do you think are doing well? What teams do you think deserve to be in the top 25 but aren't here? Send me a message and we'll talk about it. Now let's jump back into the top 25. The Arizona Wildcats are at number 11. They're 16-4 and four right now. They're leading the Pac-12, but they're not too far ahead. Arizona State and USC are right on the Wildcats' heels. The last time they lost was to Colorado, who they play again this week, except this time it'll be a home game for the Wildcats. Then they'll welcome Utah to Arizona. DeAndre Ayton is still getting talked about a lot, and in many mock drafts I've seen, I see him going in the first few picks as a lottery pick. I'm not saying that the guy isn't talented, but I just think that him and Alonzo Trier need to step it up, and I think Arizona should be playing a lot better. They did move up three spaces to number 11 this week, so they're going the right direction, but I still think Arizona can be better each week. At number 12 is Oklahoma. Now, they dropped pretty far. They were in the top five at number four last week, and now they're number 12. There's been a lot of hype surrounding Trey Young. He's had amazing games, but then he's come around and had some terrible games. I think it's just too much for him. Too much pressure. People put him in the limelight. They want to see him do well. They're comparing him to Steph Curry, and I can see it. He's a great player. Even Steph has said that he's impressed with him. But Trey Young has big games, but then he turns around, and he sets a record at Oklahoma with 12 turnovers in one of their last games. I'm kind of nervous for Oklahoma. I think they put too much on Young. They play Kansas and Alabama this week. I wouldn't be surprised to see Young put up big numbers, maybe over 20 points, maybe even over 30 points, but then still lose to the Jayhawks. That seems to be what Oklahoma has been doing. Alabama isn't ranked, but Colin Sexton is one of the best Young point guards in the nation, and I think it's going to be a fun matchup to see Sexton and Young going at it head-to-head. It should be a great week for Oklahoma if they can win these two. If not, they're just going to keep going lower and lower on this top 25 list. Ohio State's at number 13 they're 17 and four right now they're actually tied with Michigan and Michigan State in the big 10 which is interesting because the Buckeyes have beaten both Michigan and Michigan State earlier this season in their last game against Minnesota four of their five starters were in double digits and they've found a good rhythm as a team they'll play Michigan and Michigan State coming up again for the big 10 title here pretty soon and Ohio State needs to step it up if they want to win they've proven they can beat Michigan and Michigan State but it's going to be tougher and tougher as the season continues. At number 14 is Texas Tech. They're 15-4 right now. They were 15-2 last week, but they lost back-to-back games at Texas and Iowa State, neither of which were ranked. In their last game against the Cyclones, only one member of the Red Raiders scored in double digits. Iowa State led by about 10 points the entire game. There was one instance towards the beginning of the second half where Texas Tech found a rhythm and they got within maybe four or five points, but they couldn't get momentum going. This week, they'll play Oklahoma State, who upset Oklahoma last week. They'll also play South Carolina. They need to win these games if they want to contend for the Big 12 championship. They're slowly moving themselves away from that top spot in the Big 12. At number 15 is the Gonzaga Bulldogs. The Zags are in a really easy conference if you compare the rest of the top 25 teams. The only other threat in the West Coast conference is St. Mary's and maybe BYU. The Zags lost to St. Mary's over the weekend and they played BYU in February. I think people are still amazed at their run last year as they went all the way to the finals and they're treating this team as if it were last year's team. But this year's team is different. They lost some guys and this team isn't as good as last year. I honestly don't know if they'll make it very far in the tournament. I think that the Gales in St. Mary's are a better team. There are other teams that aren't on the top 25 list that I think deserve to be. Maybe not Gonzaga. Texas, New Mexico State, Creighton. There's a couple teams that are playing really well that aren't on this list, but Gonzaga still finds themselves here. At number 16 is St. Mary's. The Gales are back on the top 25 list. They have the most wins on this list too. They're 19-2. They were projected to win the West Coast Conference in the preseason and they beat Gonzaga in a nail-biter by just three points last week. And I think St. Mary's is better than Gonzaga. They should be higher up on this list. But they're one spot behind Gonzaga. They play BYU this week. We'll find out how BYU compares to St. Mary's and Gonzaga in the coming weeks. BYU has been on a hot streak winning their last four games. The Cougars shouldn't be too difficult to manage for St. Mary's. But if the Gales get complacent, I can see BYU getting an upset. And that would make Gonzaga look even better, which they're not. So I think St. Mary's needs to win this one to prove they deserve the top spot in the WCC. At number 17, we finally see Wichita State. They were bumped 10 spots backwards. They were 7 last week, now they're 17. They lost back-to-back games against SMU and Houston. Neither are ranked in the top 25, but you got to remember both are quality teams. I imagine both SMU and Houston are fighting for spots in the tournament, and Wichita State kind of imagines themselves in already. They've been in for the past few years. They've been really good. Now that they're in the AAC, they feel like they're a shoe-in. But I don't know if that's their mindset. I highly doubt it. I think that they're trying to win games. They just have struggled. But they are making it easier for Cincinnati to take that top spot in the AAC. The Shockers will play UCF and Tulsa this week, both at home, and they need these wins. It starts on defense. They've had a really, really hard time on defense. They're fine offensively. They just need to get stops, create momentum, and I think that they'll win. Coming in at number 18 is the Clemson Tigers. Clemson got a big shot to the gut this week. Five-star recruit Zion Williamson, who was in the top three of ESPN's top 100 recruits, committed to Duke over the weekend, despite highly considering Clemson. The Tigers thought it was a done deal. They thought Zion was going to join them, but they got shot down, and now Clemson really needs to focus on this year instead of next year. Get that out of their minds, forget about it, and focus on winning the ACC. Side note, with Zion going to Duke, we can almost pencil them in for next season. Who knows what will happen, but they got the top three recruits coming out of high school this year. But when you look at the ACC right now, Clemson and Duke are right next to each other, along with UNC. They're all right behind Virginia. The ACC has tons of talent, and who knows who will win. Clemson is playing better basketball than they've played in a long time, and they're going to be tested this week. They play Virginia. And if they can pull off the upset, Clemson will be on their way. They'll also play Georgia Tech this week, which should be a pretty easy game, but they're definitely focused on beating Virginia and moving up on this list. At number 19 is Auburn. It still surprises me that Auburn has been winning so much. Last season, they only had 18 wins the entire year, and they're already at 17-2 with months to go. Auburn is three games ahead of Kentucky, Florida, and Mississippi State in the SEC. Nobody pictured that. Everyone assumed Kentucky, maybe Florida would be the top. But Auburn's undefeated at home and have only lost two games. They have a pretty moderate schedule this week. They'll play Missouri and LSU. But then they have games against Texas A&M, Kentucky, Alabama, and Florida lurking in the next month. At number 20 is the Florida Gators. They're finally back on this list. They're one of my top teams, honestly. I think that they've played really well. They have been losing some games. They're 14-5 right now. It's been a few weeks, but I think that this Gator team is as good as it's been since they won the NCAA tournament in 06 and 07, back when Joakim Noah took them all the way. They still have a lot of ground to cover in the SEC, but I can see them getting a good seed in this year's tournament and making a run. At number 21 is Arizona State, they're 15-4 and four right now. The Sun Devils surprised everyone earlier this season where they cracked the top five and were playing lights out. But they've kind of leveled out a bit and they're still playing well but they've kind of lost the eye of the nation. They had a tough loss to Stanford this last week. Surprisingly, it was Stanford's reserves who came off the bench that kind of stole the game away from the Sun Devils. Arizona State will have the same schedule as the Wildcats in Arizona this week. They'll play Utah and Colorado. Both of those teams have been playing really well. Whoever has a better week of the two, I think that they'll find themselves higher on next week's top 25, and they'll be on top of the Pac-12 standings. Tennessee comes in at number 22. They're 13-5. They're kind of in the middle of the mix in the SEC. They beat South Carolina 70-63 last week. Lamont Turner led the Vols with 25 points. Grant Williams had 14 points, and Admiral Schofield finished that game with 12. Tennessee plays Vanderbilt and Iowa State have both had decent showings in the NCAA tournament in past years, so it'll be a somewhat tough week for Tennessee, but I think the Vols will be okay and they'll slowly move up this list. They did drop one this week. They were 21 last week. They're 22 this week. They need to win these games to keep themselves in the top 25. At number 23 is a new team, Nevada, the Wolfpack. They are finally on this list. They're undefeated at home, and they're two games ahead in the Mountain West Conference. Their only loss so far is to San Francisco, and they only lost by two points. Nevada averages about 80 points each game, and they play a really tight defense. Caleb Martin and Jordan Caroline both scored more than 20 points in their last game against Boise State. They won that game 74-68. to Coming up this week, they'll play Wyoming and Fresno State. And really, they hold their fate in their own hands. The Mountain West Conference isn't too tough. If they win the conference championship, they'll find themselves in the NCAA Tournament and really be able to prove themselves. At number 24 is Rhode Island. They're 15-3 and three right now, and they're leading the Atlantic 10 Conference. They've kind of been off and on the bottom end of this list. There isn't much competition in the Atlantic 10 Conference. Kind of like Nevada in the Mountain West, Rhode Island will most likely win the Conference Championship and have a spot in the NCAA Tournament. It should be a pretty easy road for Rhode Island. Jared Terrell scored 24 points in their last game against Dayton. Their toughest game coming up is probably against VCU, but like I said, there aren't too many tough teams in the Atlantic 10, and Rhode Island should have a nice easy road to the NCAA tournament it's all up to them though at the very bottom of the list is Michigan the Wolverines are 17 and 5 they dropped two spaces this week from number 23 to number 25 they have the same amount of wins as Michigan State who were projected to win it all in the preseason almost everyone picked the Spartans to at least be in the final four and Michigan has the same amount of wins as that a lot has changed since the preseason and a lot will continue to change from now on But I think Michigan does have a chance in the Big Ten and in the NCAA tournament. Michigan did lose to Nebraska last week by 20 points, but they bounced back with a 15-point win over Rutgers. This week is the week that they need to prove themselves. They play number 3, Purdue. If they can get this upset, there's no telling where they can go this year. If they struggle and lose, we might not see them on this list next week. And that's the top 25 for this week. It's week 12 rankings. I was very surprised to see that Kentucky, Seton Hall, TCU, and Miami were bumped out. This is actually the first time that Kentucky has been bumped out since March of 2014. So it's been about four years since Kentucky was bumped out, but they really need to keep working on their game. I believe they'll be back but we'll see how they play from here on out. Thanks again for listening, guys. Go subscribe to the podcast, My 25 Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts. Also find us on Facebook and Twitter at My25Podcast. Give us a like and a follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My 25 Podcast with David Payne. Find My 25 on Facebook and Twitter. Just like at My 25 Podcast and make sure to subscribe for updates each week.